Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. American Ground Radio. Sounds so good. Patriots ask for it by name. In fact, there's going to be an emoji for it pretty soon. Well, that's what I heard, isn't it? That's not true. That's true, right? Okay. This is American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Lewis Sar Avalone. I bet you don't know why. Jen Psaki says illegal immigrants are not required to show any proof of vaccination. Uh, why, why is that? I bet you don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to tell you. Okay. All right. We've got a clip. We've got a clip from Jen Psaki, White House Press Secretary. Uh-huh. And I'm just going to let our listeners listen for themselves. Here you go. Well, first of all, I can re, re, I can readdress for you or re talk you through what that steps the, we that take. That is the policy for people who fly into the country. So if somebody walks into the country right across the river, does somebody ask them to see their vaccination card? Well, let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. As individuals, like as individuals come across the border, uh, and uh, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have. Uh, any symptoms. If they have symptoms, they are the intention is for them to be quarantined. That is our process. They're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time. I don't think it's but the same here. thing. The it's difference? not the same thing. These are individuals, as we've noted and as we've been discussed, we are expelling individuals based on Title 42. Now, if they're not planning to stay here long, why do we need amnesty? Yeah. Because huh? let's take a listen. This was Chuck Schumer today let's let's listen to what he had to say about amnesty all right the american people understand that fixing our broken immigration system is a moral imperative it's also an economic imperative because immigrants are so important to our economy talk about shortage of workers one of the main reasons is how trump cut back on immigrants both documented and undocumented all right so they are in fact the democrats are working to include amnesty in this reconciliation bill, even after the Senate parliamentarian made the decision. You heard about that, right? The Senate parliamentarian gets to decide what issues get to be included as part of this reconciliation bill. Right, I heard that. Okay, well, the parliamentarian decided amnesty ain't going to do it. Right. I'm just saying. Right. And so... Jinsaki's like, oh, they don't need they don't need to be uh, vaccinated because they don't plan to stay here long. What what about the Haitians from 2010? Yeah. Remember Obama granted them special uh, after the earthquake after the earthquake, mm-hmm. and I think that amnesty or their status as refugees, mm-hmm. I believe that's up next month. Yeah, uh, here in this country, they've been here in this country for over 11 years. Yeah, I mean, what makes you think that? All of these other folks that are seeking refugee status in the United States aren't going to stay in the United States. I mean, the communist Democrats, they are excellent liars, spinners, propagandists. I mean, I'll give them that. I mean, you've got to be bold. You've got to be brass. Right. I mean, or brashy. Brash. I mean, you've got to be gutsy. Yeah. And, and, the Democrats, and not in a good way. No, absolutely. I mean, they have absolutely no shame. I mean- 
what else do you how else do you describe someone like Jen Psaki who comes out and says, yeah, we're going to require every single traveler that comes into the United States via via a commercial airliner. Right, you fly in. We, we need to see your vaccination status. Right. But if you come across the Rio Grande. Don't worry about it. Oh, it's just fine. You're good. You're fine. It, it's just, there's just something not right about any of that. And here's the other part. All the Haitians, mm-hmm. okay? Let's talk about them for just a moment. So initially, the Biden White House had approved 100,000 mostly Haitian refugees to stay in the United States, uh, citing that the earthquake that initially drove them from their homes into South and Central America only to leave those countries uh, a decade, what, a decade now after they were experiencing economic trouble due to COVID-19 lockdowns. Right. So uh, initially it was 100,000. So if Biden's DHS then cited these political situations, economic distress, COVID-19, et cetera, in Haiti as justification. But then the administration, and you probably saw this over the weekend, they made an abrupt about face. Now they're going to, or they were going to deport the Haitians from the United States. And the question is, why? Right. W- was advocating for the Haitians an, another Obama holdover? I mean, was it another way to basically get back at Donald Trump, who was starting to roll back the Haitians' protected status? I mean, because you had, what, 100,000 illegal immigrants that are in this country that are from Haiti. Mm-hmm. Why the about face by the Biden administration? Why send them back now? I think it's because of the drone footage. The drone footage that was being shown on Fox News made them look really bad, and they realized it was really making them look bad. And so they said, well, stop the drone footage. And then word got out that they forced Fox to stop the drone footage, and they went, well, crap, that didn't work. Yeah, but uh, I don't... Kick them out of the country. I don't know if that really explains it, though. I, I, I agree. That's why they banned... It, it, the optics were bad. Mm-hmm. But we welcome everyone across the border. Except the Cubans. Mm-hmm. No Cubans. Cubans are bad right. for whatever reason. Yeah. And well, they vote and, Republican. And and Haitians. And and plain and simple, I think this looks like payback. I think the Haitians and the Cubans in Florida were pivotal for Trump and also for Governor Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. And the America First message is well accepted among both communities because the people that live in those countries understand what it happens when you have awful awful governments. Haiti's never had a good government. Cuba hasn't had a good government. And the people that have lived there and their parents and their grandparents, they know what hellhole it is like. No, they exhibit very strong anti-socialist stances. Right. And I think Biden's first knee jerk was to counter Trump, as he does in every move that he makes, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, He was choosing to favor the Haitian migrants Perhaps closer examination of how the Haitian people voted, though, about how successful that, what was it, hashtag Hexit yeah. campaign was in bringing over the socially conservative, overwhelmingly Catholic culture of the Haitian people. Haitian Americans backing Trump, okay? Haitian Americans backing Trump argue, you know, that they say he's followed through, Trump 
followed mm-hmm. through on his 2016 promise. He did to be their greatest champion. He was. He he was a look at what happened for Black Americans in this country and most most immigrants from Haiti black. Look at what happened for black unemployment in America under Trump. But on Thursday, look, just this past Thursday, they held the Haitians, a virtual Haitians for Trump MAGA meetup with Alveda King, mm-hmm. the nurse, uh, excuse me, the niece of Martin Luther King Jr. Right. Now, maybe someone tapped Joe on the shoulder and reminded him that these people, the Haitians, mm-hmm. don't seem to particularly like him or the establishment Democrats, for that matter. Right. And definitely not the far left socialist. And someone in the Biden administration said the Haitians have to go. Yeah, they vote when they become citizens, they vote Republican. So you don't want them. We, we need the ones from El Salvador who are much more likely to vote Democrat. Th- those are the ones we want. We don't want the ones from Haiti that'll vote for Republicans. But but don't you, did you see over the weekend you just didn't sit right with you? I mean, it was like, why the Haitians? Is it because they're black? Yeah, is this administration? I mean, I mean, I think that could be the one particular argument. Now they've decided to let the Haitians stay. They, they haven't decided anything. They're just flipping back and forth like a fish flopping on the shore. It's ridiculous. Let's get to the top three things you need to know before tomorrow. Well, Democrats cannot include a pathway to citizenship for illegal immigrants in the U.S. as part of their $3.5 trillion spending bill. That's the ruling of the Senate parliamentarian this weekend. Of course, the binding ruling from the parliamentarian isn't stopping the Democrats from doing something the rules of the Senate clearly don't allow. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said in a statement, quote, We are deeply disappointed in this decision, but the fight to provide lawful status for immigrants and budget reconciliation continues. Senate Democrats have prepared alternate proposals and will be holding additional meetings with the Senate parliamentarian in the coming days. I mean, do these folks understand that the American people, he says the American people are behind. They're not. They're not in favor of using budget reconciliation to force something through on a party line vote that most Americans don't support. And he's blurring the lines between legal immigration and illegal immigration. Second thing you need to know before tomorrow, Pfizer says its COVID-19 vaccine works in children as young as five years old. The drug company says it's going to request full FDA approval for the vaccine for children in the coming days. Pfizer tested a dose that was one third as strong as its current adult level dose and found children were still able to develop COVID antibodies after the second shot. You know, I know there's a lot of folks that are going to say, what an idiot. And okay, that's not the worst thing I've ever been called. But the only approved vaccine Mm -hmm. is Comirnaty, Mm -hmm. not the Pfizer. So this, again, people are not talking about this. You can approve it for children, but this, the Pfizer, what is that, uh, BioNTech? is still an experimental drug. Third thing you need to know before tomorrow, the Supreme Court will hear arguments in Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban case on December 1st. This could become a landmark case since it's a direct challenge to Roe v. Wade, and lawyers for the state of Mississippi are asking the court to overturn the precedent set back in 1973. If the court agrees, most states in the country would have abortion laws on the books that could immediately go into effect. But if the court rules against Mississippi, other recent abortion laws passed in states from Texas to Idaho would likely also be deemed unconstitutional. You know, the one bright spot in our country right now? What's that? Life is winning. I just hope the Supreme Court's willing to be a lot more bold in this decision than it's been so far in the last couple of years. Coming up next, got the American Mamas. Stick around. You're standing on American ground with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Take you in with a phony smile. 
Welcome back to American Ground Radio. Stephen Paul with Louis Sar Abalone. All right. Do you know why Jen Psaki says illegal immigrants are not required to show proof of vaccination? Uh, because I it's, bet you don't know. I, it's, it's, I bet you do not know. I, you could not guess. I can't guess. If I gave you a dozen chances. I can, I can guess. You ready? Because it's Monday and she has to change her mind from what she said on Friday. Okay. That's a pretty good guess. No, that's wrong. So let's take a listen to what she actually said. Well, first of all, I can re- re- I can readdress for you or re talk you through what that steps the, we that take. That is the policy for people who fly into the country. So if somebody walks into the country right across the river, does somebody ask them to see their vaccination card? Well, let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. As individuals, as individuals come across the border, uh, and uh, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have uh, any symptoms. If they have symptoms, they are the intention is for them to be quarantined. That is our process. They're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time. I don't think it's the same oh, thing. Stop it's that. not stop the that same thing. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> People who come across the border illegally to settle here permanently aren't here for a lengthy period of time. Right. So why are the Democrats working uh-huh. for amnesty right now? Well, all right. So look, here's the thing. Here's part of why I think she thinks it's okay if you don't if you get flying on a plane, you have to have the vaccine. But if you walk across the border, you don't have to have the vaccine. It's because of jet lag. Jet lag will wear you down. No, I'll, I'll tell you why she thinks this. is because okay. the Democrats are just excellent liars. Spinners, <laughs> yeah. propagandists. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give them that. You've got to be really bold, mm-hmm. really brash. I mean, gutsy mm-hmm. to stand there as the White House press secretary and say something as ridiculous when, as what she said, that these immigrants aren't planning to... They're not planning on staying here forever. But yet... The Democrat Party in Congress mm-hmm. yeah. is working mm-hmm. right now for amnesty for millions yep. of illegal immigrants in this country. Yes, how, they are. how do how do you square that apart? You know the other see they, she doesn't have to square it because Peter Ducey is the only person in that room who's actually going to ask her that question. The rest of the media is going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, they're not staying here for longer. Okay, let's just give them an answer. That sounds good. But didn't it strike you as odd with respect to the Haitians? I mean, all over the weekend we mm-hmm. were told that the Biden administration was sending the Haitians back. Mm -hmm. So apparently we can accept anyone across Mm -hmm. our southern border except Haitians and Cubans. What's that all about? Well, it's Cubans and Haitians vote Republican. See, I think that's what it is. I think it's payback. Mm -hmm. I think the Haitians and the Cubans in Florida were pivotal for Trump Mm -hmm. and also for Governor DeSantis. Yeah. So if you're a Democrat, screw the Haitians. And, you know, the Haitians also said that Donald Trump followed through Mm -hmm. on his 2016 promise to be their greatest champion. I think someone tapped Joe on the shoulder and reminded him that the Haitian people don't seem to particularly like him Mm -hmm. or the establishment Democrats, for that matter, and definitely not the far left socialists. We got a question in for American Mamas. Dear Mamas, so you have to get vaccinated and wear a mask at all times unless you're a celebrity who's winning an Emmy? Is that the new rule? Oh, let's ask our American Mamas. Mama, Mama. And joining us now are American Moms, Terry Nettaville and Denise Arthur. To be honest, I now watch the Emmys in the way that I watch NFL football games, which is I will open up a web page afterwards and see who won. <laughs> exactly. I don't <laughs> even care. I don't even know because I don't, I don't even care. I think like the only thing that was even up that I've watched was The Crown. 
maybe. I, I don't even know. I don't even Ted know. Ted Lasso that. is a good show. Yeah. I, ha- I have oh, did watched they do it. Good? Ted oh, Lasso bad. won a whole bunch of awards. Okay, so they I love Ted Lasso. But they weren't wearing a mask. Well, because they're the sophisticated among us, y'all. They're not. They're not in danger. Well, it's not just the them. Elitist. It's the politicians. Don't forget But I'm the sure the servants, the ones that were serving them, mm-hmm. I'm sure they all had their masks they on. They did. Like there the was Met. pictures of yeah. it. Just like, but uh, it was outside, Terry. It was outside in a covered tent, tent. with, I think, yeah. one way in and one way out. So yeah. isn't that make it inside? Yes. Uh, pretty much. Th- this, like is, it was this is why the American people, people live in tents. are okay? up in arms over this. Because if you go, if you went on Twitter last night, you had, especially moms, they were, oh, people were blowing enraged over this because the, they, these are the celebrities who will dog us, reprimand us, tell us how stupid we are, and we don't care won't about... Won't hang out. You may, won't be friends with you anymore if you're not vaccinated. Yes. yes, and yet for them, they're in this tight these tight quarters with no mask on, no but social they're distancing. vaccinated. What? <laughs> vaccinated people can give you COVID and you can catch Just ask uh, Obama, because at his birthday party, you know, he didn't invite COVID, but COVID came because yeah. after his big party where there was no Ask mask, Chris no... Rock. He's got yeah. COVID. He was vaccinated, and he's still telling people to get yeah. vaccinated. Okay, now, that, I can't that even make go sense there right now. It's <laughs> like, that's insanity. But I did. Rules I mean, the, Twitter was me. hilarious. But I think really, the you know, just to nail it, somebody said, no distancing, no mask. Clearly a slap in the face for all the frontline workers that are still dealing with the pandemic. Yes. Check your privilege. And, yep. you know, and, and two, not just that, but they like 44% of the nominees were of color and not one colored person got an award what well, what happened that. didn't we i thought we were supposed to have diversity what happened with that well just Is that black gone? Lives they already took care of that satisfied that so now they've moved on wait till the next election cycle and that will become an issue black lives matter will they'll roll in all of these you know I guess the sophisticated ones will start talking about that. It always happens around election time. We're so over it. I think, what were the numbers for the Emmys? What were the numbers? Oh, I did look. The, the ratings, yeah. I did not look. Well, let see. me tell you, I did see. I kind of looked that, that. I did look that up a little bit because, um, of course, there were some different. Nielsen reported a totally different number than was seen by most. So that's a little confusing to me. But just think about this. Thirty-five point seven nine million. That was the average audience back in nineteen eighty-six on okay. NBC, and that was when David Letterman posted. I mean, uh, hosted him and Shelley Long, uh, the most watched Emmys ever. And then last year it was six point one million. Mm-hmm. So this yep. year now they're saying today that Nielsen is reporting it in at like seven point three, but everybody else was was reporting it at three point nine. I believe so the who's 3.9. telling the truth here? <laughs> there was the a big 3.9. football game going on too. Well, nobody cares anymore we don't care we don't care about all of you you have poo-pooed the majority of america yeah. for four or five years we don't care anymore the what we do care about is you spouting one thing and then we see you on the air doing the exact opposite while you mask our babies yeah. while you mask our children and you force us into this mask world and you force us to get vaccinated and yet here you are Without a mask, without social distancing, you joke about it on stage. You laugh about it. You know, Seth Rogen did make a he joke about it. He called it out. I mean, yeah. he really was just but, get, taking care of the elephant in the room. Exactly. But he was there. And right. He was laughing yeah. about it. But he, he said not, he would not have gone had he known that that was the format because they were not told ahead of time that that's how it was Yeah, he said be. they were being lied to. That right. they were supposed to be an outdoor event. And then you had Cedric the Entertainer had to come back on after that and say, 
everybody's been vaccinated. We've got, you know, so he started. So what? I mean, where are your eyes, people? Yes. Look at the Emmys. If you weren't watching the Emmys, you flipped over three or four channels and you were watching the Chiefs game. Did you see all those people piled elbow to elbow? But hey, did you go look in your kid's classroom this morning mm-hmm. with all the plexiglass and the mask? Does that make sense to Wake you? Wake up, America. Because if it does, then you totally don't have any sense. And it's not just that. The reason I can't watch them is just they're, they totally... They're so self-serving oh and they gosh, celebrate. Yes. You know, the funny thing <laughs> is, is they think that all the Trumpsters, that all the people that voted for Trump, they think we are a cult and that we worship and they think Trump. We're unvaccinated. They worship each other. <laughs> I mean, truly, yeah. they worship one another. They, I mean, it is like it gags me. It literally, their it privilege them, is yes. gagging half the country. If you'd like to ask our American Majority. Mamas a question, go to our website, AmericanGroundRadio.com slash Mamas, and click on the Ask the Mamas button. Terry Natterville, Denise Arthur, thank y'all so much. Thank you. Coming up next here on American Ground Radio, we are digging deep. We'll be right back. Keep your ear to the ground. American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Louis R. Avalone. You know, I, I don't even really want to mention this because I certainly don't want to come across as Captain Obvious. Okay. But only 49% of Americans think Joe Biden is mentally stable enough to be president. I mean, and this isn't news, okay? Mm-hmm. It's I, not I mean, news. There's we, that whatsoever. Was, that was actually the poll before the election. But the point here is this. Uh-huh. How long will it take the American people to remain to continue to remain silent. I mean, how long will they remain silent, I should, I should say? Because they're members of Congress, and there are a growing number of members of Congress who are calling for Joe Biden's resignation. But unfortunately, they're all, they all have R's in parentheses after their name. I understand. I, I'm just saying that Half of America knows that this man mm-hmm. that occupies the most powerful position right. if General in Milley, the free world. If General Milley was so concerned that Donald Trump was going to start a nuclear war and he knows Joe Biden isn't fully there, is he not, is he not more concerned now that you've got this mental puppet in, in the White House? All right, moving on. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did you see this in the New England Journal of Medicine? No, I didn't. Well, now they've decided. Mm-hmm. The esteemed New England Journal of Medicine yes. has now made a correction. They admit that the COVID vaccine may not be safe for pregnant women. They what? Up, yeah, they updated 
they updated an article or a study that they had published after it found 104 of 827 pregnant participants experienced a spontaneous abortion after receiving the COVID Whoa. vaccine. Whoa. That is roughly now, that's one in eight pregnant women you're, you're, losing their baby after getting the vaccine. You're, you're talking about 12 and a half percent. Yeah. Yeah. That, that absolutely. is, oh my God. And, and the thing is, is that we're just now, this is one of the very first corrections. I know there have been other journals of medicine that have updated their but studies. That's huge. This is huge because I think most folks, uh-huh. most doctors, yeah. uh, medical professionals uh-huh. would agree that the New England Journal of Medicine is a prestigious, respectable has publication. For, has been for decades. And now they're saying that what they thought before mm-hmm. about the vaccine with what, respect to pregnant women. What they published before is no longer true. Boy. Okay. It's time now to dig deep. Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine, whoop, about to step down. Lewis, there was an interesting poll I saw out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, and, and it was interesting to me because of the larger picture, because I don't think this poll is an outlier. All but right, what are we talking let's about? Let's focus on this. It's a poll conducted by KARE, CARE Channel 11. Uh, NPR news, it's like they're, they're in, they're in PR. Okay. There, okay. Fair enough. Star Tribune paper and then Frontline. Okay. It found 49% of people in the city of Minneapolis support disbanding the Minneapolis police department and replacing it with a department of public safety, even though they don't really know what the heck that means. So 50%. 49. Okay. Let's just yeah. say half uh-huh. of the residents uh-huh. living what in. In Minneapolis, Minnesota. They are, they're fine with getting rid of the police. Right. 41% oppose. Now, here's where the poll gets really interesting. 51% of white voters in Minneapolis support getting rid of the police department. Okay. But only 42% of black voters did. The majority of black voters thought it was a bad idea. Now, why do you want to get, why do people want to get rid of the police department for the folks on the left. What do, why do they say that we should Wait get rid of the police department? Wait a minute. Uh-huh. That is the whole reason that Black Lives Matter uh-huh. rose in such, you know, notoriety. Mm-hmm. They raised millions of dollars. The founder of, of Black Lives Matter uh, obviously uh, yeah. bought several houses Again, on go- the premise yeah. that basically the police uh-huh. were abusing Black, black people, black Americans, and yet a majority of black voters in Minneapolis, the city where George Floyd was killed by a police officer. But that that really shouldn't be a surprise to anyone because mm-hmm. when you drive the police out of our neighborhoods, right? It's the least among us. It's the poorest neighborhoods right? that get hurt the most because folks that live in gated communities, yes, you know, they can afford. Alarm systems. They can afford their own police Or department. private security, et cetera. Again, 51% of white voters in Minneapolis support getting rid of the police. Only 42% of black voters did. Now, why, I, I know I'm throwing you way off track here, but why would, why would 51% of white people hmm. say, we need to get rid of the police? Is it, is, it just, is it guilt? Are they just assuming that the police are, in fact, racist? Well, well you even know. In, even in those communities where the police chief— uh-huh. Happens to be black. Okay, so some people might say, well, this is all those Trump supporters 
who uh, don't like black people. And so they're the racists because they want the police to hurt black people. So they want to keep the, the they, you know, that's the whole problem. But here's the problem with that. In the same poll, it showed that 55 percent of Democrats in Minneapolis supported getting rid of the police. Only 7 percent of Republican voters did. There just aren't a whole bunch of Republicans in Minneapolis and almost none of them support getting rid of the, the police. So clearly this isn't a case where white Trump voters don't care about black Democrat voters. It's the white Democrats who don't care about the black Democrat voters in that same city. Well, I think and maybe looking at it even more globally, it seems like it's more of a political party issue than than the color of one's skin. Except that the black voters, even within the Democrat party, they are saying don't get rid of the police. It's the white voters, especially in the Democrat party, who are saying get rid of the police, even though black voters are the ones who will be hurt by that action the most. Well, and in all the rioting last year, that's what a lot of folks pointed who, out. Who got hurt it, the most. It was, well, but they also said that these were mm-hmm. white folks mm-hmm. throwing the bricks mm-hmm. that were basically some of the left, especially some of with the, looting. An, the Antifa folks. That, that is much more white uh, people, but you're right. Now, so I saw this as a as an example of white Democrats being much more racists than white Republicans are, even though everybody says the white Trump supporters are the racists, right? Well, guess guess who formed the KKK? Okay, it wasn't the Republican Party; it was the Democrat Party, by the way. This isn't the only example of where I see that in our society right now. The left is saying we need a gender neutral term for people from Central and South America. Okay, not Latino, not Latina but Latinx. And if you don't use the term Latinx, you're a racist and a homophobe all at the same time. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Why do I need to use Latinx? Because it's gender neutral. Latino is male. Latina is female. You got to use Latinx. That's, that's the term you got to use according to white people on the left. How are we teaching foreign languages in this country? Good point. I mean, if you can't be, if verbs can't be masculine or feminine. Yeah, or, or adjectives in this case. All right, uh, you know who's not pushing this term? Latinos and Latinas. Last month, CNN published a story. Here's what it read. Gallup found that only 4% of Hispanic and Latino Americans prefer the, team, the term Latinx. 4%. That means 96% don't prefer that term. And yet the white liberals are telling us we got to use that term no the media is telling us all right that so we who need runs to use that term who is dominating the media the mainstream media big corporate media is dominated by white leftists well they ran with the message of black lives matter mm-hmm. now they're what they're pushing this latinx uh mm-hmm. and I mean, and then all the, well, I don't even want to get into. Well, look, you you could go back to all the policies pushed by white people on the left. The war on poverty decimated black families. Raising the minimum wage hurts black families disproportionately to white families. That's right. The policies pushed by Trump and Trump supporters, even white Trump supporters, was so much better for black families than anything white leftists have done in decades. So the next time someone calls you a racist for voting for Donald Trump, Just remember, they are doing more harm to minorities against the actual wishes of those minorities than any Trump supporter. You need to ask that proverbial question. Are you better off now than you were four years ago? We'll be right back. Stick around. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avaloni. By the way, this song, this is our version of Star Spangled Banner, our national anthem. You can get it on our CD, Freedom Sings. Just go to our website, AmericanGroundRadio.com. 
and you can go into the store there, and we've got the CD. You can purchase it. It's got a whole bunch of great American patriotic songs. Plus, what's even better is it tells the stories behind the songs. It's a wonderful way to teach some American history to your kids. Absolutely. You know, you were talking about how, you know, just because, you know, I guess it goes back to Democrats care more, right? Mm, yes. And uh, because they care more, yes. they must be helping people they more. Must, they must be better people just because they care more. Well, I mean, you were talking about how much better uh-huh. that black Americans were doing- Under Donald Trump. Under Donald Trump, and that's true, because mm-hmm. the unemployment rates for African Americans and Hispanic Americans- mm-hmm. And women. Uh, Asian Americans, Native Americans, veterans- mm-hmm. They reached record lows. Unemployment mm-hmm. for these groups under the Trump administration reached record lows. Best in American history for each of those groups. But if you remember, under the Obama administration, mm-hmm. you had the highest unemployment rates among the African Americans and the Hispanic groups. During his administration. And many people true. say, well, it's just the rich getting richer. No, no. if you look at the Trump administration mm-hmm. data, you'll see that it was actually the least among us who actually increased their household incomes the most, here's, even greater than, even greater than as a percentage of the wealthy. Here's a great point. We talk about people going into politics and all of a sudden, you know, like Nancy Pelosi. How did she become a millionaire when she's been a, you know, she's been in politics for all of her life? How did Joe Biden become as rich as he is? He's been in politics all his life. You know that Donald Trump lost more money as president than any other president in American history? Oh, no doubt. And, and by the way, in California, which is the poster child uh-huh. for Democrat socialist Dysfunction. policies, un- the unemployment rate in California mm-hmm. is still the highest in the United States today. That's got to be a coincidence. Oh, of course. Or is it cause and effect? Let's get to a bright spot. Well, we've talked about Jason Whitlock on the Bright Spot segments a couple times now. He's a sports journalist, and he sees through a lot of the craziness in America, and he's able to speak clearly about it in common sense. I was going to say, yeah. you're saying he's got common sense. He's got common sense, yeah. You can check him out at uh, Outlook, outkick.com. And by the way, common sense is really uncommon Isn't that interesting? these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he did it again this week, and he was talking about the supposed black national anthem the NFL is playing before its games this season. Jason Whitlock did an interview with Isaiah Thomas, former NBA star. You remember Isaiah Thomas? You're a big fan of basketball. I am. Yeah. He played for the Sixers. Yeah. So he's talking about the. He did an interview with Isaiah Thomas, former NBA star, about the Black National Anthem. And Whitlock was asked about that interview on Fox. Here's a clip. And and I think anybody that's a rational person realizes two national anthems is unhealthy. It's not unifying. Uh, and and that the NFL, and this is me talking, not Isaiah, the NFL has been over backwards for Black Lives Matter and the Marxist agenda and has mm-hmm. adopted uh, practices that totally contradict everything you're taught in team sports and everything that the NFL was about. Football Sundays used to be one of the most unifying experiences we had in this country. People of all different races, economic backgrounds, Sex, everything would come together and just root for their team. Now they've turned things very political and, and you know, they're kissing the ring of the Black Lives Matter Marxist movement. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's a bright spot that he's willing to, to, to say that. But I'll tell you what, it, more than that, 
it's a bright spot that he's not the only person who's saying that. There are actually some liberals who are starting to speak out about this. Did you hear Bill Maher just two weeks ago? Did you hear the segment? I, I think so. He said a lot of kind of, I would say, uh, very interesting things here Conservative recently. stuff. Conservative. Yeah. Take a listen. I mean, I, I saw last night on the football game, uh, Alicia Keys saying, lift every voice and sing, which now I hear is called the Black National Anthem. Now, maybe we should get rid of our national anthem, but I think we should have one national anthem. I think when you go down a road where you're having two different national anthems, colleges sometimes now have, many of them, have different graduation ceremonies for black and white, separate dorms. This is what I mean, segregation. You've inverted the idea. We're going back to that under a different name. He's right. No, he's, well, America's shores once assimilated different cultures and religions into one nation Mm -hmm. under God. Mm -hmm. I mean, we used to be considered the great melting pot. Well, Joe Biden said his administration was going to be all about unity, bringing everybody together. Yet under his administration, he's president, and now all of a sudden we got two different national anthems based upon what color your skin is? How is that unifying? He was supposed to be the great unifier. He's dividing the country based on race, isn't he? But see... Part of this, I think you have to look at what's going on in Europe. They've lost, many of those European countries have lost their national identity. Mm-hmm. I think they cared more about being politically correct than preserving, and this isn't racist by any means, mm-hmm. by preserving the culture, mm-hmm. their national identity. Because culture matters. Culture is so much more important than race. We, you, we, you, you wrote an article not too long ago about how race is one of the least critical things about who you are. The culture that you buy into, that's one of the most important because it affects how you view the world and how you live in the world. And in America, should we, should we adopt the culture that we are the United States of America? That we're exceptional. That we're exceptional. Because of our mindset. Right. Not because of what we do. Y- E pluribus unum. But because of what we believe. We'll be back. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Lewis Sar Evelyn. All right, as part of this budget reconciliation deal, mm-hmm. you know, of course, the Democrats are pushing for full-on amnesty right. for millions they're, of illegal immigrants. And they're trying to use budget reconciliation in a way it, it really shouldn't. That It should be about the budget and reconciling the budget. What they're trying to do is to change the entire fabric of the nation. They're trying to put in a whole bunch of social programs that we've never had before. Like the Green New Deal. And they're trying to do that on a party-line vote that most Americans don't approve. You mean like the fact that the world is going to end in 12 years if yes, we don't address no, climate change? No, it's not going to. I mean, that's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's I know, point. But if you're going to listen to the science, would you do it to someone who writes tax the rich on her butt? <laughs> and I, I read somewhere where the person who designed her dress yeah. owes what? Tens of thousands of dollars in yeah. unemployment taxes. Yeah, back taxes and yeah. Hmm. Maybe I mean, we should tax so the taxpayers. Maybe okay. I don't know. Okay. But but so the so Biden said the world's going to end in twelve years. Twelve years. Yeah. Okay. Twelve years. That put what twenty uh, twenty thirty three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. 
Have you planned for that yet? I'm I'm still reeling from when it ended 10 years ago because they said 20 years ago was going to end in 10 years. I'm all like, whoa. When I say whoa, I mean whoa. Cristiano Barras and Lane Moody are best friends in third grade in Batesville, Indiana. One day earlier this month, they were riding their bikes along the road when they heard taps playing. It was for a funeral for Charles Yorn, an 89-year-old Army veteran. Mm. Neither Cristiano nor Lane knew Mr. Yorn, but they both immediately stopped their bikes to pay their respects. They hopped off, they stood at attention, put their hands behind their backs, and waited silently until Taps finished playing. Little did they know their act of respect was seen by Jackie Hornbach, who lived across the street. Jackie was so moved by the boys that she took a picture and posted the whole thing to Facebook, saying, I was so proud of these two men, their parents should be so proud, and I'm sure the servicemen was in heaven smiling down on them. The whole thing went viral. It's been featured on NBC News and Fox News. Both Cristiano and Lane were recognized by the Batesville City Council for their class act. See, those are good parents. Yeah, doing Kudos a good job. to them. May your pursuit of happiness bring you joy. <laughs> <laughs>